what? I got a fever. You give me fever. Fever. In the morning. A fever all through the night. folks welcome to episode 14 of the dynasty fever podcast i'm brian he's scott uh tonight we're gonna do a, a little bit of week seven recap and and work in a couple uh sort of would you rather have questions based on some some ranking scott how you doing i'm doing good glad that uh glad that fantasy week is over because that was pretty brutal yeah <laughs> it was it was a rough one and uh there was some sloppy NFL real life football uh, behind it as well. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's dive right in then. Uh, the Thursday night game, uh, Cleveland 17, Denver 14. Not too, too much to talk about here. Neither team looked great, but the story here is uh, Dernis Johnson. Um, with Hunt out for a few weeks uh, and Chubb possibly back this week, does it look like he can have a role? And second question, it's too late to add him on waivers, but uh, is he a, a short-term trade target if you're contending? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that he, he's definitely going to get the ball, um, even when Chubb comes back until Hunt comes back. Um, because, you know, Chubb's coming off injury, he's banged up, and uh, De- Dearness looks really good. So I, I don't see, a, you know – why they wouldn't get him involved, especially with Baker nursing his shoulder injury. They're probably going to lean on the run there. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as long-term, I don't think I would make a move for him right now. I, Chubb and Hunt are going to be there for a while, and uh, I don't see them running three backs in any sort of meaningful rotation. Unless you want to get him as a as a handcuff, I, I'd be cool with that, but I would wait until he till Hunt comes back until I made that move because I think his – Price would be a little too high right now. Okay. Yeah, good thought. Um, and we can basically uh, bench OBJ until further notice. Yeah, it's he's pretty brutal. I mean, I have to start him in an league, but I'm not. If he get, hits fifty points, I'm going to consider oh, fifty points. If he hits fifty yards, I consider that a big win. Okay. And real quick, on the other side of the ball, uh, Jerry Judy is going to be back for Week Eight. Uh, I recently sent a 2022 first for him in a league where I, I needed the depth and uh, I was contending. I was pretty comfortable with that. Is that a good price? Yeah, I love it. That's a great price for him. I'm uh, with Judy coming back. I'm a little bit worried for Fant, but uh, yeah, I think uh, absolutely. That's a smash for me. Okay. Uh, moving on, uh, Green Bay 24, Washington 10. Uh, kind of expected a little more out of Washington because Green Bay's defense uh, wasn't that good. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Heineke. Um, <laughs> you know, we, a couple weeks ago we were like, you know, is Fitz going to get his job back when he comes back? And he's still a few weeks away, but Heineke yeah. doesn't seem like the answer here. No, I think that they give him his job back now. I Heineken, I don't know. <laughs> Heineken, I, I'm just not sure what he was doing. I mean, if you've seen the, uh, and I'm sure most people have, but you know, taking a, a dive at the end zone with a clear shot in, it's, he's just, I like him. I mean, I think he's like, 
he has a lot of fun out there. He looks like a pretty cool guy, but uh, you can't afford in the NFL to to play, you know, absent-minded as he as he played, especially against like Green Bay. I mean, I think they scored twice when the game was still close, you know, and um, both times got called back. Um, so yeah, I, I think when Fitz comes back, I think that's his job. Okay, so let's talk about a couple uh, tight ends. Ricky Seals-Jones, six catches for 51 yards. Uh, how close is Logan Thomas to coming back? I think maybe a couple of weeks it looked like from what I was reading. I think when he's out, I, I love the play. I think I think that the tight end, um, whoever the tight end for Washington is a good play. It's almost like a systemic thing. So, yeah, if he's out in, um, you know, I, I would even, if you have him in, and you like need to like a, a backup or something. Um, like if you had uh, Logan Thomas, but you didn't have Steels Jones, I think like he's going to be out like another like two weeks. It looks like a week or two. So I mean, maybe try to give up like a late third to get him on your team if you're struggling. Okay. And we had a Robert Tunyon siding, uh, four catches for sixty three yards and a touchdown. We've got some Green Bay uh, injuries and COVID issues coming up for the Thursday night game. Uh, yeah. Can we expect a, another good week from Tunyon? I think so, especially down there in the red zone. If uh, Adams can't go, that's going to be that, – that's a pretty big upside play for uh, for Tanyan. I, I didn't – I faded Tanyan in the offseason. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I'm not a big Tanyan believer, but I would – you know, it, I think he's going to have a pretty good game with all these – injuries and especially with Adams going. So maybe if you have him on your team and, and you're not liking him either, this might be a good week where he has a good, you know, a good performance and you might be able to sell him. Mm -hmm. And uh, I am going to uh, speak it into existence that with uh, MVS just coming back uh, from injury and no Lazard and no Devonte Adams uh, that it will be Amari Rogers week. Yeah, I would love to see an Amari Rogers setting for sure. I think um, Cobb is kind of in his role right now, but he's you know he's a great athlete and stuff. So um, it would be nice if him and Rogers could start to get some momentum going. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's see, Atlanta thirty, Miami twenty eight. Uh, let's talk uh, a little bit about uh, Pitts and then a little bit about Tua. So uh, Pitts definitely starting to live up. Uh, to where he got drafted in rookie draft. Uh, he's your dynasty tight end one, you say. Um, I still have him at number four. Maybe I'm a little stubborn with rookies. Um, what makes you put him above, say, like uh, Kelsey Kittle-Waller? Just his, his long-term outlook. I mean, he's so young. Uh, and he's he, like such an elite athlete. So I... I just, I just think like that. Do I think like he's gonna outscore Kelsey this year? I, I don't. But I think he can do enough, and he is doing enough to close that gap enough um, for me to have him as my one. And then you got him for you know ten years. Ryan's showing a ton of trust in him. He's throwing you know balls to him that where he's double covered and he's coming down with them. So that's what he was doing in Florida. And I mean, he's roasting corners, you know, like mm -hmm. Waller does a lot. Of, you know, he could beat a corner in a nine route, which is 
pretty incredible for a tight end. And um, Pitts is doing stuff like that. So okay. uh, I like him. I think maybe Waller's probably going to outscore him too, obviously, this year. But uh, I like his long term. I just I, I don't see any better outlook for tight end. Right on. Uh, so uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Tua here. Uh, he's not elite, but I think people hate on him too much. It was a bad defense, but he's been playing good. Um, you know, he's even with uh, limited uh, passing options of uh, Gasicki and Waddle, he's feeding them. He's getting the ball to them. Um, both interceptions yeah. weren't really entirely his fault. Uh, what do you have to say uh, about Tua moving forward? Yeah, he was a guy I was concerned about a lot. Um, in the beginning of the year, playing with a horrible offensive line. And he's looking – I mean, the last couple of weeks, he's looked pretty good. Quick passes, uh, very decisive. I mean, he's throwing some picks and stuff because I think he's, he's trying to make some plays because the team's just not living up to it, um, the hype that they had. But I think he, <clears throat> I think he's a game manager, but I think he's a, like a high-end one. I'd prefer him over like Baker and stuff like that. Uh, it's probably so, worth i'm sorry go ahead so yeah i mean i'm, I'm in on two i i, I just there's there's not a, like a ton of quarterbacks in that tier there's there's probably no quarterbacks in that second tier that i'd want over them right now yeah i have him at, at quarterback 11 right now in my rankings yeah. um yeah that's that's probably yeah that's about where i'd have him yeah uh so let's see here uh probably worth noting that the Houston Chronicle tonight is reporting um, that the Texans and Dolphins have uh, come to an agreement on the Watson trade, uh, but that Miami wants clarity from the league about what the discipline could possibly be, and they want to know the, the result of Watson's legal issues. I think the first one, you know, word from the league is they can't put them on the exempt list yet. The second one, knowing the resolution of the legal issues, that's going to take a while. So I don't see this trade going down in time. Yeah, that's uh, – I don't understand. Miami's problem is not Tua. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't um, – I mean, I'm just going to talk for just a second. As a Bills fan, awesome. You know, do the trade. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, even – I don't see it either. Like, because they don't really know – like they're in civil court for the majority of this so i mean it could take a long time for them to really get clarity on watson and what happened and and the facts and what they want to do about that so um i mean it's a huge risk and you you, you're trading a good quarterback for a very very good quarterback you know like these watson's better than Tua, but i don't think the margin's big enough for you to take that sort of risk right now um yeah, I agree. But yeah, I don't see the league giving them anything cement. You know, I think they're just waiting because I don't think anything's going to happen until next year. I agree. Yeah. So real quick, um, I have a note here on uh, Gasicki. I've moved him up to tight end five in my rankings above uh, Andrews and Hawkinson. Um, Am I crazy? No, I loved what I've seen, and and Tua is uh, Tua loves him too. So, um, with Hawkinson, I mean, it's going to be hard with him and Swift and, and a bad team. Um, 
Andrews is hit or miss. So, I mean, this year he's been pretty good, but, uh, you know, Jackson's got Bateman, he's got Hollywood, so, and he runs. So, yeah, I like it. Right on. Okay, in a pretty ugly game, New England 54 and uh, my New York Jets 13. Uh, Zach Wilson goes down with an injury. It's a knee injury, is PCL, I believe. And the Jets have traded a six-round pick uh, for Joe Flacco. Um, how does that affect, say, uh, Corey Davis and Michael Carter and Jamison Crowder and Jets pieces moving forward? Yeah, with the way Wilson was playing, I don't think it's going to affect them that that much. I, I don't know who the quarterback's going to be, though, because, I mean, that White, White played pretty well mm-hmm. in the Leafs. And then they traded for Flacco, so it's a little murky water there. But I don't think it it matters too much. I think it's probably good news for for Michael Carter, though. They might lean on him a little bit more. Yeah, uh, I'd say he's a hold, either whether you're rebuilding or contending. I'm liking what I see. The usage is there. Um, if the team was better, the production would be better. But I think he's somebody that you you hold on to. Yeah, I'm trying to buy him, but a lot of people, yeah, they're not wanting to give him up. So I mean. Definitely check, um, especially with the news with Wilson. Maybe somebody thinks that it's going to hurt him for some reason. Um, and, and, you know, just see what they want. But, yeah, I love what I'm seeing from him. His usage is going up. He had 19 touches. And I don't think, you know, you know, Ty Johnson and Coleman are going to – they're no threat. So. Okay. Well, this was a week where I thought my guy, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, might get some carries after the – they pulled away from the Jets and maybe rested Damian Harris a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was a healthy scratch. Uh, what do we make of that? Yeah, I think his year is going to be next year. Or it's just the New England Patriots just deciding, you know, like this is our best guy for this particular matchup. Um, I wouldn't – I'd probably think that Reminder Stevenson's going to be unleashed more next year. Brandon Bol- um, Bolden was their, um, their leading receiver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm unless it's Damian Harris, I'm I'm really uh, nervous to start a Patriot running back right now. Okay. Uh, so let's play. Would you rather? Uh, assuming everybody's healthy, Damian Harris or David Montgomery? Montgomery. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think I definitely. I think Montgomery is a little more talented than than Damian Harris. Okay, I've got I've got Montgomery one ahead of Harris in my rankings. Uh, Damian Harris or Elijah Mitchell? That's tougher. I'd go Harris over Mitchell. Um, oh, mainly, I, I think the main thing is I don't trust Shannon. <laughs> yeah, it's tough uh, to trust him. I happen to have. Mitchell at 24 and Harris at 26. Uh, right. But, you know, it's it's close. And, and one of the reasons I was like, ah, am I getting too high on Mitchell is because, you know, Shanahan's hard to trust. Yeah, he is. I mean, even like with a just, I mean, different position, but with IU, uh, I don't know really what's going on, but I know Shanahan said he's got to start grinding back. He was wide open for a 70 yard touchdown. They didn't even look at him. Mm. Um, Sunday night so very weird it is hard it's really hard to trust I think he's got a, a big ego and uh I think things have to be done just right or or people get put in the doghouse so I I just if I if I don't need a part of that 
team and other than probably like Debo Samuel, I, I really don't want it. Okay. Uh, moving on now, Cincinnati 41, Baltimore 17 in a game that was more lopsided than I expected. Let's talk about Joey franchise here. Uh, I said last week that he hasn't been thrown as much and then he throws for 38 attempts. He's had multiple touchdowns in every single game. Uh, I don't know if his t- touchdown rate is sustainable, but I think a lot of the people who were low on Burrow are uh, eating their words. Yeah, he's he's probably like the MVP right now. I think um, also I think the I think his throwing could go up. I th- I think part of the problem might be or part of the reason that they they weren't you know giving him a lot of throws might have been a little bit of they didn't trust his knee yet or they were nervous about it which is completely understandable so I think as the season goes I think that fear is going to be lost a little bit more each game and uh yeah if I can give up like an Allen or a Mahomes and get back Burrow plus I think I would do it right now Hmm. in that offense Yeah. yeah okay and uh split backfield a little bit um now a lot of uh, P Ryan's carries came kind of when they were resting Mixon right. and, but he definitely outsnapped him on third down. What do we make of the uh, split uh, duties uh, in the Bengals backfield? I'm not too concerned about it. I think Mixon's banged up in there. They were just trying to limit him a little bit. Uh, the game got out of hand as well. So, I mean, if he gets third downs, he gets third downs, but I, Mixon's good enough where he doesn't need like a crazy amount of volume. I don't think he can make up, you know, he can score a touchdown on any given play. So I think he's going to be the lead back. I don't think this is going to stay split. Okay. And then uh, I guess we have to talk about Jamar Chase's day. Definitely living up to rookie wide receiver one. Um, I have him right now as number six in dynasty wide receivers. I'm lower than other folks I'm seeing on, on the Twitter's. I have uh, Justin Jefferson just ahead of him at number five. Would you rather have Chase or Jefferson? Chase, just because of the, the quarterback situation. Not that Jefferson has a bad quarterback by any means, but Burrow obviously is going to be in Cincinnati longer with Chase. So, I, yeah, I'm going to go Chase. Okay. And uh, – Higgins only seven catches for only 60 well only seven only 62 <laughs> yards but right. it, he got about 40 percent of the target share and Burrow missed him a few times um yeah is, is he trustable along with Chase yeah I think those are the only two that I would that I would trust on, on their offense um week to week I think yeah he had like 15 targets and uh you know Obviously, the like they they need to open up Chase a little bit too because everybody's going to try to clamp down. So I, I think he's going to get a lot of targets on the other side. Okay, and uh, nice to see uh, Rashad Bateman get going. Uh, three catches for eighty yards. Uh, I he's bumped up to wide receiver number twenty nine in my rankings. Would you rather have him or Allen Robinson? I would rather have. Peyton right now okay. yeah i don't check robinson doesn't look good i i know like there's a lot going on there but uh I, you know he, he hasn't been separating quite as much as he was prior to so i don't know if it's something like he's maybe checking out 
or what have I don't think that makes much sense, but um, I, I'm trying to get rid of Allen Robinson. So, okay. And Mark Andrews, a pretty quiet day, uh, three catches for 48 yards. Not bad if you have a tight end premium, which adds to the, the points for the receptions. Uh, I've knocked him down to number seven in my rankings. Would you rather have him or Hawkinson? In, in Dynasty, I'd rather have Hawkinson. I just, I just think um, Hawkinson's more of the focal point. But for I mean, the rest of this year, Andrews. Interesting. Okay. Uh, and Tennessee twenty-seven, Kansas City three. Kansas City's got uh, some rough patches to work through here. Uh, yeah. Is I know it's kind of a, an unfair week to ask this question, but is Patrick Mahomes still dynasty quarterback one? I prefer Murray. I, I prefer Murray for probably like the last three weeks. Um, and obviously what happened uh, on Sundays didn't, didn't change that. So, yeah, man, he missed – I mean, he lost two tackles. You know, so, it's – I think that's catching up. So, Okay. And Byron Pringle, five catches for 73 yards. Uh, emerging as the wide receiver too? Yeah, he could be. It's, I mean, Hardman hasn't commanded it, so it's open. It's definitely something that you're going to keep an eye on. It could be one of those situations, though, where it's like goes back and forth week to week. Um, but he's, you know, he's a solid stash right now. Right on. I, I put in a waiver claim for him in one of my important redrafts, so hopefully that'll work out. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about A.J. Brown. Uh, eight catches, 133 yards, and a touchdown. This is why folks have him highly ranked uh, as a dynasty-wide receiver. I have him as number three. Sounds like I'm a little higher on him than you are. Yeah, I'd rather have um, probably five other people. Only, I mean, A.J. Brown's great. I think he is definitely like a top three receiver in the league. I just worry about his knees in dynasty. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, let's go to the Giants 25, Carolina 3. A uh, few things to talk about here. Uh, uh, Sam Darnold benched. Yeah. Yeah, that was brutal. Um, I, <laughs> I, I ended up winning this match somehow, but I, I benched Burrow for Darnold, thinking <laughs> one of my worst calls, definitely my worst call this season. But um, – CMC is obviously the MVP of their team, and this offense is pretty bad without him. Mm -hmm. I could see them in the Watson race too, but it doesn't sound like that's happened based out of that, that report out of the Houston Chronicle. Yeah. So I've seen a few people say uh, buy DJ Moore while the quarterback situation is uh, a little shaky. I've got him ranked uh, 11th. I want him higher. I just – I don't know if I can, not knowing what's going on with quarterback there. But at the same time, I, one higher than him, I have Deontay Johnson, whose quarterback has an arm falling off and may not be there next year. Who would you rather have, DJ Moore or Deontay Johnson? I think I'd go DJ Moore. Okay. Yeah. I think I'd, I think I'd trust their offensive coaching staff just a little bit more. And I, I think – I don't think Carolina is going to – stay bad at quarterback. I think they're going to figure something out. Okay. Uh, Daniel Jones, uh, only 203 yards, but, you know, 
no interceptions. Uh, pretty good game. Yeah, it was decent. I think it was about 18 points. So I like him in super flex, to be honest, mainly because of his his rushing. And he's, I mean, he's missing so many receivers right now. So I, I traded Mayfield for him this week. And I got back Christian Kirk and Daniel Jones. So that's not bad. Yeah. I got, I did have, I don't know if I would have made the trade, but I have um, Mac Jones as well. Um, so I, I just, I felt a little bit more safer taking the, the dice roll. Right on. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Las Vegas 33, Philadelphia 22. Let's talk about Jalen Hurts. Uh, last week we were talking about how, you know, he's, He's good in real life, bad in fantasy sort of guy. Uh, and this game was kind of like that. Another, you know, bad in real life, good for fantasy. Um, other than one start where he uh, only played three quarters and was quarterback 20 that week, he's been a quarterback one every week uh, mm-hmm. that, that he's been a starter. All of his, a lot of his points are coming in the fourth quarter the question is, do we care as long as he's getting the points? Um, where are you with Hertz right now? Yeah, I mean, we have to care in Dynasty um, how they are in real life just for stability. So, yeah, I mean, he's fine for fantasy, for, for himself anyway. But, um, yeah, it's tough because, like, I, I'd be looking to sell in Dynasty because – I really don't trust them to even finish out this year, perhaps before they start looking at somebody else. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, he's basically a run first quarterback. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Tyrod Taylor, to be honest. Um, who, who's Tyrod when he plays is pretty good for fantasy as well, mm. but he often gets replaced because I don't think he they run the offense quite the way that they want them to. Uh, so yeah, that's where I am basically with him. And the Eagles have the draft capital to uh, uh, replace him in the upcoming draft. They sure do. They got a couple of first rounders, and I think they're going to. I think they might look at Minshew to be honest by the end of the year, depending, especially with the record. Mm, that's scary. It's getting worse, yeah. Um, so if you but if you were a contender and say you're in a super flex, and he's your clear quarterback two, and your, your your quarterback three is really not much to speak of. I, you gotta kind of ride him out for the rest of the year, don't you? Yeah, if you're a contender, you do. Unless you can get, I mean, unless you can make a move for a guy like like Daniel Jones plus something, you know. But I don't know if they're gonna do that, you know, because everybody's knows he's not a very good real life quarterback right now. So, yeah, I mean, you're kind of stuck if you're a contender. Okay, Miles Sanders is going to miss some time. A lot of people uh, are hopping on uh, the Gainwell train. Um, he's especially uh, seen him as a waiver wire target in redraft. Uh, but they gave Boston Scott some run, including uh, you know uh, sh- you know uh, down by the goal line. Um, what are we making of this backfield going into Week Eight? Yeah, I don't think the Sanders injury is as bad as it looked like, but um, yeah, I. Th- I think uh, Boston Scott's going to be, you know, the Miles Sanders. Well, Miles Sanders is out. And then I think Gainwell gets us more than he was getting these last couple of games. But I don't think he's, like, going to take over. I don't think he's that type of back. Okay. Time to play another would you rather. Uh, I want to rank Devonta Smith higher than wide receiver 26. 
I just, um, with the quarterback play and the team situation, uh, I haven't been able to. Um, here are, are, there are a couple guys I have ranked around him. I'm wondering okay. who would you rather have, Devonta Smith or Pittman? I'd go Devonta over Pittman, just based on elite athletic ability more so than Pittman. I just like him better as a player. Situation not nearly as good, but I guess talent over situation here. Yeah. Okay. I've got I've got Pittman only one above him. Uh, I've got Devonta Smith one above Chase Claypool. Would you rather have Devonta Smith or Chase Claypool? Yeah, this one's really tough, but I think I'd go Devonta over Claypool, but it, it is super close there because, I mean, Claypool Claypool's a beast athletically too. So I kind of flip a coin on that one for me, to be honest. Okay. Uh, on the other side of the ball, the Raiders side, are you trying to sell Kenyon Drake while uh, Josh Jacobs is missing time? or? Uh, it's a, I guess that depends on your situation. Um because I mean, obviously, running back's a tough position, especially in dynasty. So I, I think he's got a role though, with or without Jacobs. So and he's been coming on. I don't know if you were watching any of the um, broadcast and, and listening to any of the announcers, but they were talking to Drake, and he was kind of saying, you know, like I had to move to a new city and yada yada. So it took him a little while to get going. Mm. And and it, they're using him now. So I I kind of like him as a flex play, with or without Jacobs. Okay. Uh, Renfro still a PPR buy for me, and you like him too? Yeah, great player, I think. Um, I wish I had more for him, and I am going to start seeking him out more in trades. Okay. And Henry Ruggs, uh, he's puzzling to me. It seems like a roller coaster. You know, uh, he'll have a, a huge game and then a game that's quiet. Um, what do you make of Ruggs? I, I like Ruggs, lead athlete, and I like Derek Carr probably more than a lot of people. So, yeah, I'm in on Ruggs. I, I traded Allen Robinson in two-thirds for Ruggs and a first, and I was actually really happy about that. Yeah, so. yeah that's pretty good. Um, so let's play Would You Rather. Would you rather have Ruggs or Christian Kirk? That's an easy rugs for me right now. Okay. Interesting. I have Kirk just one above him. I, I want rugs to be higher. I just I just can't trust him. Uh would you rather have rugs or Kadarius Tony? That's that's close. I think I go Tony just based on the usage. It seems like New York is knows that he's uh the playmaker that he is and they're gonna get him the ball. So Tony. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've got Tony above him too. All right, let's keep it moving. Uh, in a game that was closer than I expected, uh, the Rams 28, Detroit 19. Uh, I saw a lot of stats about uh, Swift today and who he's got more targets than and who he's got more receptions than. You know, he'll always be relevant uh, in PPR, but I would love this offense uh, to be more well-rounded. Um, he's currently my RB3, though, still in Dynasty PPR. Um what do you have to say about Swift this week? Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a great. I, he's, his quickness in person in open field, and he was running people over. I mean, he's electric. So, and I think Detroit is understanding that he needs the ball. He needs to be a focal point of the offense. 
And I mean, his targets are absurd right now, and he's doing a lot with them. So, yeah, I can honestly see him as the number one overall back in PPR. I wouldn't hate that at all. Interesting. Okay. Uh, even better than CMC? Yeah, I mean, with the age and injury history with CMC, I mean, I know Swift's been a little banged up too, but mm-hmm. um, a lot less usage so far. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't hate it. I, I think I'd still probably go with CMC myself, but I'm, I'm a CMC won me like three championships, though. I'm a little biased. Yeah. Uh, so, Khalif Raymond, six catches for 115 yards. Uh, I I got hip to him like uh, when he was still on Tennessee, you know, as a speedy guy who was improving his route running. I took a flyer mm-hmm. on him in a few leagues. I've got him. I, I got him on, on some rosters. And with the way buys are, um, not a bad flex play. No, not at all. He's, he, you might still be able to buy him for a really good price, too. He's got great speed. Goff's looking for him. And Goff has missed him uh, a few times for touchdowns in the last few weeks, too. So... Yeah, um, great, you know, stash, flex play, whatever you want to do. But yeah. mm-hmm. like what I see for sure. I thought they'd run the ball more or more successfully against the Lions uh, and or the Rams uh, running against the Lions, that is. I didn't right. think Stafford was going to throw 41 times in this game. Uh, Henderson had only 45 yards, added three catches, um, kind of a down game for him. Uh, right now he's my running back 28 and would you rather have him or Fournette? That's cause I, I think that, um, I want Fournette, um, just based on uh, body building stuff and injuries. Cause Henderson, that his first two years ended on IR mm. or he was on an IR for a portion of the, of the last two years. So, um, yeah, I think I want Fournette. Okay. Um, let's talk about Cooper Cup. Monster game, monster year. Um, 10 catches, 156 yards, and two touchdowns. I think that this is unsustainable and regression is coming. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that he, you know, I, I saw somebody have him as a, like a top five dynasty wide receiver. I just, I can't bring myself to do that. I've historically been lower on Cup than I should be, but. I don't, I don't know. Um, not that I, you know, I'm screaming sell, sell, sell. Obviously, it depends on your situation. Um, but I just, I can't expect him to to put up record-breaking numbers for the entire year. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think he's going to sustain this by any, by any means. But, um, I mean, he is their focal point of the offense at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, I have him ranked close to, uh, both Chris Godwin and Terry McLaurin. Would you rather have Cup or Godwin or Cup or McLaurin? I'm taking Cup um, both times. McLaurin's closer, though, honestly, for me, uh, for age and stuff like that. But with Stafford and uh, Sean McVay, I, I just, it's hard for me not to go Cup on both times. Okay. Uh, let's talk about uh, Van Jefferson a little bit. Another touchdown for him. I think, uh, you know, some people who had patience with him are being rewarded. I think he's a good flex play, especially with buys. Uh, what do you think about Van Jefferson? Yeah, he's a guy that um, he's a, definitely a buy candidate for me at the moment. 
played almost every single offensive snap. He's a guy that, uh, you know, Stafford's been looking for. So um, I think they want him to become the number two sooner rather than later in this offense. Hmm. Okay. And I might be talking about him later too. <laughs> right on. Uh, so let's move on then to uh, Tampa Bay 38, Chicago 3. What a mess. Let's talk about Justin Fields. Uh, a lot of buzz about he's not ready to be an NFL starter. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think he's quite ready right now. I don't know. Like, it's – I don't think he's ready a lot, and I think a lot of that is because of his offensive line. So, it always worries me when young guys come in and get hit uh, the way that he is. So, yeah, the, you got to practice patience with him. That He's definitely – you can't deny that he has talent. Um, I think them getting, like, Tevin Jenkins, if he comes back – but I mean, there's no return date right now, but that will help. Um, and we just got to hope that this doesn't like ruin him, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm, I, I, I bought him like two weeks ago. So I, I mean, I'm definitely concerned. There's no way you can't be concerned about it, but I am going to practice patience with them and give them, you know, this, the rest of this year, and I'm not going to really expect a whole ton, I don't think, in the beginning of next year either. And we'll just see how it goes. But hopefully, like, maybe if Matt Nagy goes, that'll help too. I'm, you know, but I, I don't really have the answer. There's, it's probably multifaceted issues of yeah. what's going on. But, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, practice patience is my, probably my best advice. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I was pretty vocal about – fields ahead of Lance uh, uh, coming out of college. And I still have fields one ahead of Lance in my rankings. Would you rather have fields or Lance? I think I'd still rather have fields because I don't think Lance is ready either. I thought Lance needed at least a year. So, yeah, I think I'm still going with fields there. Okay. And we have to talk about six-round pick Khalil Herbert. Uh, 18 carries for 100 yards, added another five catches for 33. The only, only the third running back to rush for 100 plus yards against Tampa Bay since Todd Bowles has become the defensive coordinator. Uh, when Monty comes back, uh, are they going to be able to keep this guy benched? I'm, uh, I'm all in on Herbert. I th- like, I, he had a great game against Tampa Bay. I don't think they necessarily cared in the second half whether they ran or not with a score. But, I mean, he looked electric. So, when Montgomery comes back, I do think that um, he, he, I think he's going to get the ball. I don't see how you don't give him the ball at all. It just So, Montgomery is like, you know, he's going to be coming back injured. So, or off of an injury. So, that might be something that maybe – they may work him into the lead role again, something like that. But I think he's going to have a role either way. Okay. Uh, another good game for Fournette, a guy I've historically probably been too low on. Uh, I just traded a late first uh, for Fournette and uh, an early second uh, as a contender. Uh, good move? Yeah, I like it a lot. I think uh, I like Lenny for the rest of this year for sure. And um, I think I think they might sign him. So I like him next year, too. OK, uh, speaking of being a free agent, uh, Rojo, uh, 10 carries for 63 yards. Not bad, but he fumbled again. Yeah, that's um, he's a stash at best. I think he needs a new team. 
Is he somebody that you're trying to see if you can buy real low on, hoping he signs somewhere good next year? It would it would seriously depend on the price. I'm not given much more than like a really late third. So I don't know if the person who has Rocho would do that. Mm, yeah, they might as they they might think I might as well hold on to him, right? Right. No. So he's probably not a guy that I would buy. I've gotten him thrown in on a couple of trades. Uh that I wasn't trying to. It's just that was just part of the deal. But um yeah, he's a stash. Hopefully he gets into like a like maybe Atlanta or something like that. Miami next year. Uh so I'm a Godwin guy. Uh, I have him ranked, I think, uh, 11th, no, uh, 12th uh, in my new rankings, uh, right below uh, DJ Moore. I was glad to see him have a, a, a big game. I looked like he was getting sort of lost in the shuffle a little bit here and there with the emergence of Antonio Brown and Evans being so reliable. Um, mm-hmm. He's another guy who's going to be a, a, a free agent. Um I don't know if they'll franchise. They franchise tagged him. I don't know if they'll if they'll do that again. But be yeah. interesting to see where he lands next year, and with what quarterback and what offense. Yeah, I love Godwin too. I think he's one of the better receivers in the league. I just, yeah, it's always a concern. He's going to leave Tom Brady, and then go where you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean he's. He's going to be, I think he's going to be good wherever he, he can play. He can line up all over the field and all that stuff. So, I mean, he's going to put up decent numbers, but I think he could be like the, you know, top five wide receiver in the league if he gets, you know, if he, if he goes to like a good team. Yeah, With, I agree. Without yeah. two other all star receivers. Yeah, I think he's that good for sure. Uh, and uh, Mike Evans, I think he, he continues to be underrated by many, and that includes me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I underrate him probably consistently. Um, would you rather have Evans or Ridley? They're close in my rankings. Yeah, I think just with the touchdowns, I would rather take Evans right now. Uh, I'm not worried about Ridley, and he's probably a buy right now. Um, but, yeah, I like Evans is phenomenal. So, Okay. And in the first NFL game ever to end in the score 31 to five, Arizona <laughs> defeats Houston soundly. Uh, I guess not too, too much uh, to talk about here or there. Um, you know, Kyler continues to spread the ball around. Um, he, uh, the O-line didn't play great. He took a, probably a, a few hits that uh, you wouldn't like him uh, to take, but uh, he's able right. to get the ball in multiple targets uh including uh Zach Ertz in his debut uh if you're uh, not a contender it looks like you have a good sell window for Ertz yeah if you don't need him right now for championship runs definitely sell him now he's but I mean I like him rest of the season uh so I as a contender I got him for a 2022 second and a 2023 third how'd I do yeah, I like that. I think he's going to be. Um, I don't. I don't know about like every week, but I think he's going to be. Uh, you know, he, he could definitely get into like top six tight ends weekly basis, especially in like um, tight end premium stuff. So yeah, I mean, if you needed a tight end, that's a, I think that's a good deal. Okay, New Hopkins, seven catches, fifty-three yards. 
and a touchdown. Uh, his overall targets are, are down. Just There's just a lot of choices in Arizona. He hasn't passed 87 yards in a game. Um, you're not worried, though, about him keeping up his, his touchdown pace. No, not with, not with Murray. I think there's, there's so many opportunities to score a touchdown with him um, and get down there in the red zone. And, uh, you know, I don't know how many shots they want Murray to take. So I guess the thing I'd be worried about would be Murray running more in the red zone or something like that. But, um, you know, Hopkins, he just makes plays, especially in the red zone right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not worried about it. Okay. Hopkins or Diggs? They're, they're back to back in my rankings. I'd take Diggs just because, you know, two year gap and an age and a similar situation. So I, yeah, I'd rather have Diggs. Yeah, I've got him one ahead of, of Hopkins. Uh, let's see here. Indianapolis 30 and San Francisco 18 in a pretty sloppy Sunday night game. That's uh, both lead backs uh, go for 18 carries, 107 yards, and a touchdown. JT yeah. is currently my uh, RB number two in dynasty rankings. Would you rather have him or Najee Harris? I'd rather have Jonathan Taylor. Just better. I think he's just a better back. He's got a and he's got a better offensive line in front of him. I think right now he's got a better quarterback. I, I like Jonathan Taylor's speed better than Najee. So I think Najee's going to be really good for fantasy. But um, I do think he's going to miss targets after Ben's gone. So get, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Jonathan Taylor. Okay, and let's see here. Uh, let's talk a little bit, say on the Colts side, let's talk about Michael Pittman. Uh, I moved him up to number 25 in my rankings. Would you rather have Michael Pittman or T. Higgins? Yeah, this one was probably the most difficult for me in the, the would you rather questions. I think uh, because of Joe Burrow, I'm, you know, going to Higgins. They're pretty similar athletic profiles. So give me the better quarterback here. All right. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, I've moved him up to RB uh, 24 in my rankings. Uh, he's not getting targets with hasty back. So his PPR, you know, ceiling is maybe a little low. Um, but he seems to be as the real deal as far as we can trust Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I love Mitchell coming out of, out of school. So I was, um, I, I wish I would have trusted my gut more in rookie drafts because I didn't draft him because of Sermon. And now, you know, <laughs> he's surpassed them. But um, yeah, it's like what we talked about, it. like Shannon, <laughs> like I, you just can't trust him. So, okay. And would you rather, geez, uh, um, my brain is it's fried today. Uh, Elijah Mitchell or Joe Mixon? <clears throat> uh, I will take uh, Mixon here. I just I like the offense better, and I, I think he's the better all around back right now. And um, I think you could probably get more. You, if you got Mixon right now, you're going to get a lot more in a trade for him. So I think uh, yeah, give me Mixon. Yeah, I've got Mixon probably seven spots above Mitchell. A question though, um, if you're a couple years from contending, right? Um, 
do you try to move Elijah Mitchell? Because chances are you did not spend high draft capital on him in a rookie draft, maybe even got him on the, on the post draft uh, waiver wire. You try to mm-hmm. move him, see what you can get. I check, but I, I don't have a problem if even if you're just a couple years off of just holding him. Because like you said, it's probably a late pick. You didn't give up much for him. So, um, you know, I, obviously running backs are probably like the last thing you want to you want to do in a, in a rebuild. But at the same time, I mean, two years for him shouldn't be too, you know, it's, it's not like he's going to be out of his prime or anything like that. He'd probably just be hitting it. So I'm good with either to be honest. Okay. Uh, Debo, seven catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown, having a really solid year. I want to get him higher than wide receiver number 30 in my rankings. I I just can't do it. Would you rather have Debo or Judy? Uh, Debo. Yeah, I'd rather have Debo right now. Okay. And being that he's doing so well with – uh, uh, Jimmy G, do you have any concerns with him if Lance is the quarterback? Yeah, a little bit, just because like Lance and, and Fields kind of remind me of each other. Uh, but there's so many ways that they can get him the football that um, it's, it's not like a major concern for me. He's a sub 4-4 four, four player and you can literally score from anywhere. You could line up and from pretty much anywhere as well. Um, great run after the catch ability. So I really like Debo. I'm, I'm pretty high on him. And uh, Lance will be a little bit of a downgrade, but I don't think it will. It'd be like fatal or anything like that. Okay. And before we move on to our signature fever and chill segment, let's do the Monday night game. Uh, New Orleans 13, Seattle 10. Uh, Alvin Kamara, uh, still elite due to his receiving game. I still have him as RB number four. Uh, would you rather mm-hmm. uh, have Kamara or Cook? Yeah, this was tough, too. I, I'd rather Kamara over over both of them because I M- Michael Thomas will be back, I believe, <laughs> um, which will open that up quite a bit for his rushing ability, I think. So Maybe you'd rather, you'd rather Kamara over Eckler, too? Yeah, I think so. There's no tight end in, in uh, New Orleans. So, I mean, he's going to get all that work. So, yeah, I mean, there's not, like, great tight end in the Chargers, but they do have, like, power handle and, um, and Jared Cook for this season. So, yeah, I, I like Kamara, I think, both, over both of them. Okay. And let's talk about uh, Tyler Lockett. Um, two catches, 12 yards. When you sign up for Tyler Lockett, you sign up, uh, for inconsistency or, or you know, boom bust uh, week to yeah. week. Um, I don't know that I can trust much of anything going on uh, with Gino as quarterback. I don't, yeah, I don't know if you can start him, lock it without with, with Gino. I don't, I had Gino last year and I will never have him again. Or uh, I had Lockett last year and I'll never have him ever again. <laughs> I just, like he won me a week crazily on that, and that one with the Arizona Cardinals where he scored like 56 points or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, you fall in love with them, and then the rest of that season was awful. And uh, yeah, I don't have any shares in any league, <laughs> redraft or otherwise. So. Yeah, I got a, I got a few, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to move them and not getting any bites. Yeah, it's just so tough. I mean, when do you start and when do you sit? I and mean, especially with Gino, I don't think you can start. So. 
Okay, which brings us to our fever and chills segment. Players that are giving us the fever, players that are giving us the chills. Uh, you want to go first? Sure. I'm going, like I said, I said I'd talk about him again later, and I'm going to Van Jefferson is on my fever list. Just the, like the snaps that I talked about. Um, you know, Stafford's looking for him in the red zone, throwing um, jump balls, 50-50 balls to him in the, in the end zone. The team appears to me that they really want to get him heavily involved. Uh, and I think they want him to, to step up and take over the wide receiver two on this team. He might not like translate into a ton of points this year, but I think he's startable for sure. On um, even like maybe as a in a pinch as like a as a, your third wide receiver, definitely a decent flex play for this year. And then next year, you know, I think he's going to take another leap. So you could have something you know pretty pretty good on your hands there. He's got pretty good size at six foot two, and is he's got great speed. So. Um, I really like what I see out of Van Jefferson. And I think the arrow is only going to go up from here. Okay. Uh, for my fever, uh, I'm going to go with two of the risers in my, in my latest rankings. And that's tight end Mike Gesicki and uh, wide receiver Michael Pittman. Uh, they're, you know, they're getting uh, real simple. You know, we talked about them earlier. They're, mm -hmm. they're getting a lot of targets. Um, the arrow's pointing up. Uh, they're producing. Uh, I, I really see uh, uh, good things for them ahead, and uh, they moved up quite a bit in my rankings. So this week I went with Kasiki and Pittman. Yeah, I love it. Kasiki, he's, he's an animal out there. I, I don't think he blocks like uh, Kittle, but he plays like him. You know what I mean? Like he's fired up all, all the time. So I love it. I love Pittman too. What about your chills? Chills, I'm going hurts. It's just for in Dynasty, I just don't want anything to do with them. I don't have them, but I mean, I just if you do have them, I would I would seriously try to um to move them like as as soon as you can. I think somebody will try to roll the dice, so I'd be looking to separate if possible. Okay, so for my chills, uh, I'm going with two guys that uh, I want to put on the chills list specifically because I was high on them. Um, and one is Tyler Boyd. I thought the offense could support three wide receivers. I thought he'd be a reliable possession target for a young quarterback. But right now he seems like the odd man out. And I would also say in the short term, uh, very chilled by uh, Justin Fields with that O-line and, and that coaching. And uh, so those are, those are two guys that are giving me the chills. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I'm i with you on both of them, too. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be uh, a, a wrap for us. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at FFJunkie underscore Scott. Where, they, where can they find you on Twitter? You can find me at FF underscore Fire911. All right. And you can follow this show at Dynasty Fever Pod. That's it. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Have a good night.